Is it working? And we live. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. I was an adult when I realized that she was just saying, put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it in reverse. I thought she I was saying, which I think she is saying, but it never clicked in my brain that she was saying that backwards. Like, how your brain work? How your brain work to yeah. be able to do that? I don't think, I think you can do that through just the sound, maybe. Like, you can just reverse whatever somebody say. Well, like, I don't know how to engineer. I, can, I don't even <laughs> set the stuff up for the podcast. So I definitely don't know how to do yeah, all just, that extra stuff. You just... Like a like you walking forward and then you do, you know how they do on movies like they just reverse you or do the oh yeah the opposite. I mean, that's true that's true because she definitely didn't I don't think she it's she said I, everything I don't know it said like she said it but I, I don't know how they how they be engineering stuff I also don't want y'all to think that we have uh, gaps in our blinds because we do not um, <laughs> that's just the way I close the blinds. <laughs> Oh, let me tell Mama call her right back. Because I am shooting a podcast. All right, so welcome to the Message 24 podcast. I know we just started chatting. We did introduce ourselves. Um, so if this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank I, you to our listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm working on not talking over people when they speak. <laughs> um, I am one half of this podcast, and I am Lakaya. And I am the second half of this great podcast, and my name is James. So. We're glad to have you here yes. once again on this beautiful Wednesday. Why are you whispering? <laughs> they don't want to hear ASMR. They did not come. I think I have a really good ASMR voice. And if you agree, you're probably turning somebody on right now, and it's kind of bothering me. We're going to take a quick Okay, break. let me do. Uh, uh, not as turning you on. <laughs> not, not as turning you on. Um, well, I think it's also funny that I started doing ASMR and I'm talking about relaxing people. You started doing ASMR? That's what I just did. That's oh, speaking I, thought you, like that. I thought you said like no, for, no, I had a, for that, that, a career or something. No, like no, 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 no. It's a lot I don't know. No. <laughs> no. It, it doesn't really. It don't really. I mean, uh, yeah. Anyway. But I think that's funny because we're, I didn't plan to do that, but we are actually talking about self-care in a relationship. And ASMR is a part of some people's self-care routine. That's that thing. Yeah. So um, our in the DM for this week is basically not losing your own identity in a relationship by making sure that you are practicing self-care. For sure. So. For sure. I guess I want to. And I don't want to, I guess, go off script. Yeah, we can. But the outline is just to keep us in order. Yeah. In decent order. And if we, if we, you if know, we move somewhere else. In, in order, we good. Well, I think, like, it's important for some people may not know what losing their self, themselves in a relationship looks like. That is very true. Um, And so I think it's super, super important to kind of note some things that you should you should see or st- start to take notice of when you lose yourself in a relationship. So I kind of wrote some stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, Teach me something. 
I don't know. If I'm <laughs> Learn me something. Um, so you, I have lost myself in a relationship um, previously. So this is why I'm, I guess, once I've seen this, I, I wanted to share or, or mention these things. So I was about to say, no, nah, not relationship. You ain't told me nothing. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. So you, okay. might learn, you might learn a little something. Okay, learn me. Um, so when you lose yourself in a relationship, one thing that you're going to notice or you'll notice after the fact is that the things that you do in that relationship, the majority of the things is catered around that person. So, okay. Like your time, um, your schedule, things like that is all catered to that person. Mm -hmm. It's not, uh, you know, everything that they're doing, um, you're like, okay, I can move some things around. I can do everything to make sure that that person is happy. Yeah. Um, you also begin to start doing activities that you don't like. Or not that you don't like, but you stop doing activities that you genuinely enjoy. Okay. Just okay. to make sure that you're spending time and doing the things that that other person won't. So you literally are beginning to fade. It's like a... It's actually a very sad process. That's um, and Jesus. And to so when we're talking about like literally losing yourself, mm-hmm. you can begin. It starts off like kind of slow, and over time you begin to make these small, small changes, and eventually it builds up into you've completely lost yourself in the relationship. So that's that's something that I wanted to bring up. That's kind of what that looks like, and you may not. For the people who's listening who haven't noticed it yet or they they understand what I'm talking about, like, you won't notice it until after the fact. Like, mm. it, it happens so uh, slowly, you, you literally don't notice it until at, the relationship is probably over or you just like, dang, you wake up. <laughs> they may wake up one morning and be like, mm-hmm. damn, I've literally lost myself, so... It's uh, not to be like uh, depressing, but it's, no, it's a that's, pretty sad process. That's very dark. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. So thank you for sharing that with me, one. And then, of course, sharing that with our audience, because I'm sure there are people who can relate to that. How do you think? How do you think it gets that far? You know, like. I think. Because the way I'm interpreting Losing your identity is a different way than you're interpreted. So I'll okay. share my spiel. But yeah, like how do you think it you tuck your like how do you tuck yourself away like that for somebody else? Like how how does that happen? I guess it just depends on the person. I will okay. say that, and I I think coming into the relationship, you have to have a healthy relationship with yourself. Yes. And if you don't have that healthy relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. that's that's probably when it is easier to happen. So okay. I can see it just happening in general, like you get so busy and um, I've seen people's lives like with kids and stuff. They mm-hmm. just lose themselves into everything they have going on. But yeah. from just like a regular, I guess, relationship with no kids, mm-hmm. like you're going to. You can lose yourself just because you don't have a strong, strong relationship yeah. with yourself. So yeah. that's, what I, that's what I would say. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Um, and like I said, we have different takes on losing your identity. So, so yeah, please for, share yours. For me, 
Um, I think it happened a little bit when we first started dating, to be transparent, okay. but not in the way that you are relating it to. Okay. So for me, it's I had never been in a healthy relationship ever. Um, this is the first one that I've been in. Um, I didn't really have like a a guidebook on how to navigate that. I just knew that I had taken time for just me. And I, I, I am, and I, at that time, I was very, very comfortable with me, just, you know, just myself. So right. I knew that, you know, there were certain things I was going to deal with and certain stuff I wasn't going to deal with, but it was still new to me. And I think I just got super, super wrapped up in mm-hmm. us and in this like newness of like love i guess is the only way i can describe it cuz i've never experienced anything like that and when right. you experience something like that you don't want to leave it right. so like i would we literally went on our first date and i was with you every other day after that like yeah. and that's how our relationship has been like we were always with each other and I don't know. I just got, I just was super, super wrapped up in that. And I didn't realize it until I started kind of neglecting some of the friendships that I had because I was just on me. Yeah. I was so focused on that. Not on me, but just in the relationship. Yeah. And I think it's just that honeymoon stage. Like it's just so like being in love is such a beautiful feeling, especially when you have gone through a lot of like BS in the past with people. So I just, I don't know. I just didn't want to let that go. And I just, I don't think I knew how to balance that with also friendships with my friendships. So it took me a second to notice like, dang, like I, I really didn't kind of dropped off the face of the earth because I'd have been up under my nigga so much and it's okay for me to be up under you, but it's not okay for me to neglect long-standing relationships that I've had prior to being with you. So I just had to kind of tell myself like, okay, there is a happy medium mm-hmm. here. Um, and I just kind of had to figure it out. So that's my interpretation. And I don't really and think I, okay. I was going to say, I, I agree with you. Like okay. th- that was something that took place as well. Like I, I would neglect my friends. Mm-hmm. Like that is a, st- that's a part of the stage. Like yeah. every, including your schedule, like everything is catered. Mm-hmm. to that person you cancel everything a lot of things that you have for yourself yeah for that person so I, that that ties in yeah so and I, I think for me it was being in a relationship is a part of my identity us Correct. that is that is that is that makes up part of my identity but it is not the entirety of my identity and in the beginning of the relationship I made it the entirety of my identity because it just if it still feels really, really good, obviously, right. but I have just learned to make time for other things. Um, and I just didn't want being in a relationship to be my personality trait. Like, you know, <laughs> some people, me. every time you talk to them, it's my fiance, this, my husband, this, my wife, this, my girlfriend, this, my mm-hmm. nigga, that. I don't want to be that person. I'm not even going to hold you, though. I will say this. It's one of those things where it begins to happen. I don't. I don't think I want to be that person. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, like when I'm at work and you start bringing up things, it is like you said. It is a part of your identity. So yeah. you're gonna talk about it. Yes. In in my conversations with some of my coworkers, 
you definitely come up because if you never come up, that's probably not a good yeah. uh, a good sign. So it, there has to be a balance. But yes. I will notice myself like, yeah, me and my girlfriend are planning to do this, and it's not to say it, I'm bragging, but it's one of those <laughs> things where you're you talk about things that are on your mind, yeah, more, and then you talk about things that you are proud of or that you are thankful to have. Mm-hmm. So. It's one of those things where you don't want to be that person who every time someone brings up something, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend this, my girlfriend that. But in the event that you're just talking about general events that's going on, yeah. you do want to have something. I mean, I agree. I'm going to always pop my shit when it comes to you. Like, I, you know, but every time I talk to somebody, it's like, okay, girl, do you do you have anything you? else to talk about? Yeah. Who are you? What yeah. do you have going on? Because all I hear about is this person. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. I'm like, I do not want to be that person. I am still, Lakaya being in a relationship is just a part of my identity, but it does not make up the entirety of my identity. Right. Um, and I think sometimes that happens for people. They Being in a relationship is their personality trait. Like, yeah, and I'm like, that's just not me. Yeah, like, you I don't know think saying? anything should overtake you like all the way. Like, yeah, no a organization, a relationship, uh, work, service, yeah, school, work, yeah, nothing, a, a career. Yeah, I, I do think to some degree it will for a little bit because you have to figure out how it fits into you. Like, it's a part of you. Yes, yes it's a part of you. So it's like when it first happens it's taking up so much of your time because it's new and it's fresh and you still have to figure out okay where does this fit right. for me so i do think to a certain degree it's gonna happen a little bit yeah until you're labeled you by out, something yeah like for a second like when somebody has a baby for the first time people they that that parent. person probably only sees themselves as a parent right. because they just had a baby but as time goes on they're like okay I'm a mom, but I am also this. this. I am also that. I'm interested you know? in this. Yeah. yeah. So I think it just takes a second. I think that's what happened with me and you. I just had to figure out, okay, where does this fit for right. me? So that's that's my interpretation of, um, you know, not losing yourself, n- not losing your identity in a relationship. Um, and do you kind of want to talk about um, the things that you do? Because we do relationship self-care, like we do stuff with each other, mm-hmm. but then obviously you also have to have your own personal self-care <laughs> routine. <laughs> right, right. Um, so what are some things that you do for your own self-care outside of me, outside of everything? So I love uh, self-care, and the crazy thing is, is you kind of got me more interested in self-care, um, but something that I've really been doing here recently... I don't know if y'all are familiar with this motivational speaker, Eric Thomas. Uh, he goes by E.T. He's like... He don't want to be yelling. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no um, shade, but <laughs> I just yes. be hearing you listen to that he, man is always he, screaming. I'm like, okay. Yes. So I've been, I've been playing a lot of his shit here mm-hmm. recently. Um, as a entrepreneur slash uh, person that's working all the time and has like a, a vision, it can be like super easy to... For to hear other voices or hear like just even myself, like Mm -hmm. talk against what I have going on. Mm -hmm. So a form of self care for me is hearing motivational um, speeches or hearing someone 
kind of positively affirm me. Of course, the Bible as well, but yeah. um, just hearing someone, you know, pushing you and kind of motivating you to keep going. So mm-hmm. um, that is a huge form of my self-care. Um, so E.T., he's he's really good. Um, you want to go back and forth or you want me to? Oh, we can we can go back and forth if you want to. Okay. Um, so I think for me, I I do a lot of different things for self care. Um, mm-hmm. But something I have noticed is I'm really good at self care when I don't have a lot of shit to do. But when stuff gets that's hard, I neg- <laughs> and that's the that's the thing. Actually, let me not say that. I do not neglect my self care. It just looks differently. Mm-hmm. So. Something I really like to do is I like to take a hot bath. I like to have my candles lit. I like to read a book. I like to journal. I don't always necessarily have the time to take a, a two-hour bath and, you know, just I don't always have that time. Sometimes I got that. No, so it is sad. sad. Yeah. But as a student and someone who works, that's just my reality for right now. Right, right. And, you know, sometimes I don't have the time to come home and do that. I have time to come home, take a 30-minute shower, you know, get myself ready. Um, so I have learn to maximize the time that I have. Mm -hmm. So something, if you've been listening to this podcast for a minute, because this is about to be episode 13 at this point, and if you know me in real life, you know that I like to cook. Cooking is a part of my self-care, so. You can damn do the thing, You know, and I think it's because I like to do it. Like, I actually enjoy cooking. Fun fact, my grandmother owned a restaurant back in the day they actually had two locations back in the day so I come from women who can't cook their ass off so it's literally ingrained in me to cook and some of the fondest memories I have with my grandma are cooking so I think it's a very comforting thing for me to do so something I do is you know I'm on TikTok I'm finding different recipes and you know I like trying different stuff out and that's a part of self-care to me or if I had a really really bad day I make something that makes me think of home like comfort food so like I'll make chicken pastry from scratch when my grandma made chicken pastry from scratch I you know I'll make chicken pot pie she didn't make chicken pot pie but chicken pot pie makes me feel warm and cozy because she did make homemade mashed potatoes and that's what I make with my chicken pot pie so for me that's a form of self-care that I do every day because I cook every single day I don't have the time to take a long bath every single day but I will always find time to to cook so that's interesting it's almost like your form that form of self-care is like natural which is even even better because like I look at self-care almost as like something where you have to kind of organize it and yeah. in this instance you're you're not doing that which is probably very peaceful and not feeling like you're missing out because you got to eat every it, that's eat what i'm saying day, so. i don't even think i realized it was self-care until i was in therapy and i was telling her like you know this is the other things that i like to do but i don't always have the time and she's like well what's something that you can do like you know quickly and i'm like mm-hmm. well i love to cook i cook every day she's like that's yeah. that's your form of self care. Like cooking is not a chore to me. Now washing them dishes, that's a different story. But cooking is a chore to me. Washing dishes is a chore to me. Yeah, like that like going to the grocery store and picking out like fresh produce and looking at my meat and you sound I such like a mom. Right I love I love that <laughs> so much. Like and I don't even know if that's a mom thing, but I, I mean it know. might it, it might be. Something something about you going to get a fresh vegetable and the smell of the I love vegetables. it and I need to feel it and just I, I I enjoy it. So to me, that's a form of self care that I do. So, <laughs> well, I love it. 
I, I know like you that, do. You eat good. Self care. That's a form of self care for me too. You eating my food? Care. <laughs> I'm taking care of. I'll be trying. All right. So, what's something else that you do? Um, let me see here. Let me see here. Oh, this is, is kind of going along. I I read a lot of books, but I don't actually read them myself. I just do the audio. <laughs> I do the audio books because I, I don't have the time to. I, some a fun fact about me is any time I'm a slow reader, and that's okay. Um, yeah, and so I point to every word. Oh, <laughs> I point to every word when I read it. So the audio book really uh, helps me kind of just shove it in my head. And I, yeah. I, I, the type of books that I read are like just stuff that I don't know. I wasn't really taught about as a kid, so okay. a, a lot of well. I was taught the basics, mm-hmm. um, but there's some things that just parents, anybody, the school system, nobody's going to be teaching. So yeah. I, I read a lot of books on finance. Um, I read a lot of books on just uh, habits. So like self-help self, books. Self, self-improvement. Self okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... No, I'm, no. I'm letting you finish. Say, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, listening to to those audiobooks just helped me in, I guess, my everyday life because mm-hmm. helps me improve on something that I'm struggling with or yeah. that maybe that I'm not struggling with, but maybe I just want to know a little bit more so I don't feel completely, uh, is oblivious the right word? Not oblivious, oblivious, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Yes. Um, to Good the situations. Um, there was one, there was one uh, pretty cool book that I read mm-hmm. after uh, the fact. So I ended up quitting my job, for those who don't know, my engineering job. Yes. And there's a book called Before You Quit Your Job. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I read this book after I quit the job, and it taught me everything I needed to know mm-hmm. before I quit my job. But you'd already <laughs> quit the job. So just those books for me are like you you gain a lot of just information and mm-hmm. knowledge and that helps me ultimately cuz someone whatever you're going through someone has probably been through it yeah and came on they've written side. about it and if i can hear it and kind of implement some of the strategies that they use to get through it mm-hmm. works so um i love i love a good audiobook i love books too um when i was younger me too me too <laughs> <laughs> When I like my mom is a a reader and she said that when she was pregnant with me she used to read Stephen King novels to me. So I oh, could Lord. Yeah, she she loves she's always loved like crime t- stuff yeah. like that's her genre. Um but I knew how to read before I went to preschool. So I'm like 3 years old and I I knew how to read because my mama liked to read that much. So when I was younger, do y'all remember like the AR store like when you would take you would have to read a book, take the test to get the points. <laughs> So them little stick, then you get like you get a bunch of stuff. Stuff. Yeah, See, I wasn't getting no mid because this is how <laughs> this is how much I read. I remember I would read two books in a week. Not no hundred page books. I was reading two four hundred page books a week because oh, there was a bubble gum machine in the AR store that I wanted and it was like fifteen hundred <laughs> points. I saved all of my points for the whole school year. Every time our class would get to go to the AR store, I would always tell my teacher, I'm going to get that gumball machine. 
And I just would say it every single time. I manifested it. I meant it. That's the first thing I manifested. You know, I'm lying. I used to manifest winning bingo all the time. Like I've been a, I've been a major, I've been a major manifester. When I was younger, Still I used to play to bingo. Day. I used to break. I used to like, God, please let me win. Boom, win. So, but this one, I had to actually put some action behind it. I couldn't just pray like God. Let me get yeah. this gumball machine. It's like God help me read these books and comprehend what I'm reading. That's the point. Like when you take an AR test, it's testing you on your reading comprehension. Yeah, I won't. Too fond of them. <laughs> I loved it. I man, I when I, I used to eat that shit up. Like, so I ended up getting a gumball machine, obviously, because I'm an overachiever. But <laughs> when I got to college, like even when I was in high school, I worked in a library. I work in a library now that I'm, you know, in school. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't have told y'all that. I probably shouldn't have told y'all that. I probably shouldn't have told y'all that. Just know I'm packing. Okay, That's all I'm say. Anyway, you go edit it up. Yeah, I edited it up. Okay, it was it. I'm just kidding. You gonna leave it? In? I'm gonna leave it. Oh well, yeah, don't. Anyway, we're gonna keep it pushing. <laughs> so, I've always loved books and you know and stuff like that. So, um, I don't lost my train of thought because now I'm scared somebody gonna try to kidnap oh, me because they know where I work. But y'all don't know which library I work at. I guess <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Anyway, um. So I've always loved to read, but when I got to college, reading for pleasure kind of go out the window because you're reading so much because you have to read. But now I've gotten into the audio books too. Like I've, I have Audible. Like I know you use like YouTube or, mm-hmm. you know, but some of the books that I've been wanting to read, like I can't get on YouTube. Like right. I read A Taste of Power by Elaine Brown. Um, she's the former chairman of the Black Panther Party. Great book. You should read it. Um, and then my current read is, um, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's called Finding Myself by Viola Davis. It's a really, really good book. And if you are someone who was busy, but you, you like books, I think to me, honestly, it still counts. You didn't physically read the book, but you, you read the book cause you know what happened in the book. Like you have a conversation with somebody who physically read the book and y'all talk about the same shit. So I agree. I really, really like audio books. It's, it's convenient. It's convenient for me. And I'm going to keep my Audible membership because there are so many books that I want to read that I'm just going to keep it. So every month I will be be reading another book. And I think it's pretty interesting that you said that you were a reader uh, back in elementary school. But mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with reading now because I didn't see the benefit of it then. Mm. So I, I've always been good at math and all that other stuff. Which jazz, I ain't got. I I hated reading and I was terrible at reading comprehension. Mm-hmm. But now that I see the benefit of actually reading, I'm obsessed because yeah. now I want to know everything so yeah. that I can begin implementing it. And yeah. it, it makes sense now. But back then it was so boring and I didn't hearing something for me works mm-hmm. better than reading, I guess, or Pointing my finger at every word. It so. also gives you more flexibility. Like you can yeah. listen while you clean it, listen while you cook it, listen right. while you drive it, listen while you working. You reading a book, you have to. You got to be focused. Yes. yes. And it's quiet and and let alone while I'm reading, I'm hearing Gunna in the background. <laughs> hey, that boy I'm hearing a little baby. I'm hearing everybody, but down. yeah, but the book. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing voices all in my head. seat. Not you. You need to be trying to talk to somebody. You hear them voices now. I'm just saying. Hearing a few things. I don't know about voices, but we're hearing some stuff in the background. So, yeah, audiobooks. I like the audiobooks. It works. You got another one you want to talk about? You kind of took it from me. Um, YouTube. Oh, yeah. YouTube is my my go to as well because it's kind of like 
you see people face to face and they have stuff that they've it really shows you like it's more of a personal connection i think yeah um on youtube even though of course they wherever and it's all online but you kind of see um what people are struggling with yeah. and or um what works maybe what doesn't for some so I like YouTube. Of course, I'm on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so I create my own videos and try to create that personal connection as well. Where can they find you? Um, uh, Coach James is literally the name Just of the so YouTube channel. So go over budgeting, finance, uh, and some civil engineering stuff. So kind of varies. From sure. topic to topic. Yeah. So I looked up some tips for those of you who... Bless Excuse you. me. Sorry. <laughs> for those of you who are in a relationship, single, whatever, um, to help you come up with a self-care plan. Mm-hmm. So give them some gems. I'm a try. I'm a try. <laughs> so um, the first thing is to find time for you. Um, if you are an extremely busy person, single relationship or not, you have to find pockets of time for just you. Um, some days you have to just clear your schedule and be like, okay, I need a, a me day and think about the things that you do do that you, that you do during, (laughs) 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 that you do during your me time and your days to yourself and try to implement those things more. Like even when your schedule is hectic, maybe you can't do the whole five, four, three, two, one step that you like to do when you have all the time in the world, but see if there's like a pocket of time that you can find to still implement, you know, those things. Um, that's going to be number one. Um, and then also it's going to be very important to set healthy boundaries. Um, again, single relationship, whatever, especially if you're in a relationship, you need to be able to set healthy boundaries. And even as a person navigating the world period, you need to be able to set healthy boundaries with everybody, family, friends, co-workers, everybody, you need to be able to set healthy boundaries with them. That's a form of, that is a form of self-care in itself. Um, being able to set those boundaries and also being able to advocate for yourself. That's something I struggle with. I will advocate for anybody, but sometimes when it comes to sticking up for me, I have a problem with that. Um, and the best advice I can give to, to navigate that is to practice what it is that you're going to say. So if somebody, crosses a boundary with you think about what it is you are going to say to respond to that um of course it might not sound exactly like that but I think sometimes having the language and knowing what you want to say makes having certain conversations a little less scary you know so and I think that is a great technique and I also think that it is very very like I struggle with that too so that's why I'm kind of stopping you but it's okay baby like in those instances is sometimes you have to pull that person to the side after the fact something happens because when it happens i get in not like shock i I go into shock i definitely agree to the shock Um, sometimes and it's not that i'm afraid of the situation i'm more worried about not responding incorrect like responding in the right manner yeah um and if somebody crosses a boundary it's almost like you go into full attack mode. Yes. It's almost like you want to hurt somebody. So yes. you got to channel all of that energy, whatever boundary that has been crossed, and channel it in the right direction. And it may take a second of you realizing what happened, 
understanding going to the feelings wheel that you mentioned <laughs> previously and then understanding why you feel a certain way and then you being like hey can i can i talk to you for a minute yeah you can practice do whatever yeah. you need to do and then confront that person because that that is pissing me it's starting to piss me off now yeah. just thinking about anything <laughs> i mean <laughs> but i'm just saying like you should you, you should be able to um pull that person aside maybe in the future and yeah kind of help I also think sometimes you don't know that something is a boundary for you until somebody crosses it. Like yeah. there are certain things that are going to be like, okay, obviously, but there are certain stuff that someone does and you don't realize you don't like that until you don't like it. Right, right. But I think it's important to recognize when you don't like something and to let someone know, friend, family, partner, whoever say like, Hey, this is, I didn't communicate with this. I didn't communicate this to you before because I didn't know that it's an issue for me, but moving forward, I would like you to not, do this so i think setting boundaries is a huge huge form of self-care people will respect your time people will respect your space people will respect you because they have no choice because if they don't be known yeah or or because if they don't do they just don't have access to you and that's just what it is um that works that works because some people just don't need to have access to you and that's just what it is um so another one is I'm going to do, I don't know which one I should do. I'm going to do both. I'm going to do both. I'm going to just keep it brief. So heal old wounds um, from friendships, from family, from relationships. Work on that. Do your shadow work, please. And by that, I mean, if there is a reoccurring theme in your life, you need to sit down and think about, okay, where the hell is this coming from? So I can figure out the source and detach myself from it, you know, if it's forgiving you, if it's forgiving someone else, if it's learning something, if it's unlearning something, those are things that you need to do because it's going to help you show up differently for the different people in your life. Um, so, And I know that doesn't happen overnight. Oh, it just... definitely don't happen overnight. <laughs> it definitely doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, just, I'm not going to elaborate too, too much, but it's definitely important. Obviously, it's important in a relationship, but it is also important just for you as a person um, to not be carrying around stuff that ultimately isn't really your baggage to carry. Um, so and free I, yourself. And ultimately, if you don't handle that stuff and heal from that stuff, it it does affect the relationship or it can affect the relationship. It, and not just a romantic, any relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It can, it can affect any type of relationship. Okay. Um, so that one is that. Um, and the last one I'm going to talk about is eliminating like any guilt or fear that you have that is associated with taking time just for you. Um, you should always feel free to take time for yourself. You deserve it. Self-care is radical. Like you deserve. I know a lot of us have attached our self-worth to how much work that we can produce. And I have talked about this on another episode. Can't remember which one it is, but it is rooted in ancestral trauma because our ancestors were, of course, their worth was literally rooted in how much work that they could produce. Um, So that's where that stems from. I don't care how much you've worked. You are still deserving of rest. You are still deserving of taking care of yourself and you don't have to knock 
30 things off your list before you say, okay, like I deserve a break. No. You, me. Yeah. <laughs> one thing about me, I'm going to take a break. I don't give a damn. If I'm going mm-hmm. to take a break, I'm going to take a break after doing one thing. I'm going to take a break after just thinking about the stuff I need to do. That's just me. And, it, and my stuff always gets done. Right. So don't yeah, think. You can be ineffective. Uh, no, 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 no. It's a healthy not, balance. No, I'm not saying your way. I'm saying, uh, speaking on like just being super busy. Yeah. And not taking a break, you can be more ineffective. Yes, you can. I, I thought you were saying taking too many breaks can be ineffective. It can, which be. it can. Yeah. That's what that's what I was saying. It it definitely can be, but also not taking breaks because you're gonna burn yourself out. Then you got to take two three days to recuperate. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> do not be afraid to take time for yourself. And I know there are people that are older than us who don't know what that looks like, so they will kind of say like, "You just being lazy." No. I just need to take a second before I cuss all y'all the hell out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so do not be afraid to do that. Um, I think it's also important uh, when you're looking for jobs, as most of us are young professionals, that's an important question to ask. Like, do we get mental health days? Like, I I guess that, is that a part? Of, I don't, I don't even, I ain't never really had a real job before. So I don't know. Is that included in PTO? Like, what is, what is that? I don't know if that's included in it. You need to get with an employer who is understanding. Yes. If you're having instances like that, and you can, you can talk with them. And that, I I do know that there are employers who are understanding, and mm-hmm. there are employers who are not understanding. And yeah. it's one of those statements where it it's kind of like yes, you need to have that conversation, but you're going to be able to see it in the culture. Yes. And in the, uh, the flow of how people talk yeah within the company so yeah that's a question that i of course will be asking when it is time for me to enter the workforce as a doctor i will be asking what does that look like because i ain't about to burn myself out for y'all for y'all i I, i'm not i'm just not gonna do it so i think that's a good question also if you're in a relationship you shouldn't feel guilty for wanting to take time sometimes you can't if you with somebody all the time i need a second for me like and you <laughs> you didn't have a problem telling me that in the beginning of our relationship. <laughs> it was like, you know, I love you being here, but I just need a date. And I was so offended. I was so fucking offended. Like, what do you mean you don't want to be with me 24-7? Like, I love you. Like, I want to be in uh-uh. your skin. Like, what do you mean? And it's funny that we're laughing about this now, but I respect you for actually, you know, taking time to think about it. Yes. And to- I was unhinged. Understand. I was distraught. I was crying. I was like, what do you mean? You know what? But I just had to think. Like, I forgot about that. I, that was just, a whole thing. Yes, that was a whole was. thing. But I had to remember, he is a person. He was a person before he met me. He needs time for himself. I need time for me, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay to tell somebody, like, I love you. Which I was surprised. I, I guess I I know like we're still in the honeymoon phase, or yeah, yeah. I would say we're still in the honeymoon phase. But two years later, <laughs> yeah, still two years later, phase. yeah. But I was surprised that I I was the one who said, said it. it first because I wouldn't have I wouldn't expected that from myself. But I knew like I didn't need a day. <laughs> I was distraught because and then the funny thing is you was like I need a day, and then the next day can you come back? I did need a, I did need a day, but I didn't want to. And I you gave know, you a couple you. days. Yeah, because I, I was that. pissed off. <laughs> He's talking about, well, can you come back? I said, no, take all the time you need. But then I had to take that time for me too, because I'm like, damn, like, 
I miss my apartment. Like, I miss being in my own shit. I miss mm-hmm. my friend. I live with my friend. I hadn't seen my friend in three weeks. So I'm like, you yeah. know what? I need this. And I, I ultimately, I think you telling me that you needed space is what triggers something in my brain to say, being in a relationship is not your whole identity. Like, you know that, right? Like, you know that you are a person. And I'm really glad that you did that because that is what jolted me back into fucking reality. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the time it, I hated it It felt like the worst thing in the world But I ultimately needed to hear that right. um, So do not be afraid <laughs> To tell your partner That you need some time Away from them And don't Yeah don't uh, You shouldn't feel too bad And be understanding If that person feels a, a bit Away Cause yes. it's not it's not easy hearing that. Like if you no. would I'm 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 gonna be honest, like if you would have said that to me, I don't know how I would have took it either. Cause I'm like <laughs> I I guess what jumps to my my mind is like, dang, am I being annoying? Like That's what I immediately thought. I was yeah. like, Am I bothering him? Like right. damn, like I, I hope I'm not. Right. Am I being too neat and you don't wanna be the person who's being too needy and it, yes. it that wasn't the case, it just I just knew, like, hey, I need, I need a second to, yeah. just, I don't know. This is one of those things where, you know, yes. when you need a, when you need a second. Yes, um, and that's what it was. And you were very respectful about it. I, I don't know if there was a better way to have said what you said, but it just, I interpreted. It. I felt like somebody <laughs> ripped my damn heart straight out my chest. I'm like, oh my god, you don't want to me? You don't want to be with me all the time? So. Have the conversation. It's going to be a tough one if I have it. Yes, but still <laughs> still have the conversation. All right. So ooh, we're coming up on some good time. All right. So we have one center delete for this week. And it is going to be about a tweet that I saw a little while back. So the tweet says, couples therapy as boyfriend and girlfriend is wild. Just let that shit go, beloved. Now, I think we might have different takes on that. I think you said. We'll see. May. We'll see. Amen. So, I'm going to let you go first. The floor is yours, baby. Well, I would... So, if you're having... Uh, if you're needing therapy, I I personally am not, like... I really don't... haven't done therapy. Yeah. Um, Even though I encourage and, everyone and, to. Yes. And I am not against it. Mm-hmm. I just don't... I don't know. Like, I feel... I feel pretty healthy with myself, so I'm like, but I, I know it is a necessary thing it, to it, have. It is. Um, Even therapists have therapists. Yes. Everybody needs a therapist. I don't care who you are, how good your life is, you need to talk to somebody. Just putting that out there. Yes. So when he when he says, let that shit go, beloved, I would, so I have two sides to it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with couples seeing therapy. I think the thing for me is, or what I would maybe challenge you, because I already know. Well, I think I know. You think you know? You your, don't know. Your, your, the way that you're you're taking this, um, but if you have, if you're arguing with your partner about everything, and y'all are needing therapy for everything in the relationship, yeah, I honestly believe you I need to up. let it. Yes, I yes, agree. You do. I agree. Um, but. In the event that, you know, there's just some things that you're trying to heal from mm-hmm. or y'all are having one, like there's one or two things where it's just challenging to get through. Mm-hmm. I think 
therapy probably is the answer and that you shouldn't, you know, just hang it up because of those things. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm both sided, but you do. I, I think you should hang hang things up if, if shit is not. If y'all whooping just, on each other ass, let it go. Y'all telling each other to dig your, your people up, let it go. Like, it's too far at oh, that point. Shit. People gets real nasty, okay? If y'all, oh, shit. If y'all telling each other to go dig, dig your, your people up, oh, let it go. God. Let it go. Let it go. Have you heard that? Now, ain't nobody saying this shit to me, but saying, they be saying it, though. You, they be like, go dig your damn grandma up. What did you say, nigga? Yeah, they be saying, ain't nobody saying that shit to me because I'm about to try no, to whoop saying, your ass. I'm but just saying, have you heard that? Like, people around, say that. I'm not saying, like, I'm saying, like, have you been around? No, 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 no. like in real life? Yeah. No, because oh, I would okay. be like, whoa, you niggas. Like, You've been around some shit. Weekend. But I just have, like, seen it on the internet. Like, okay, when people okay, be okay. screenshotting messages telling niggas, go dig your granny up. Or, I think I seen one. This girl texted <laughs> niggas. She said, I will dig your grandma up and put her on your porch. I said, God damn. Yep, hang it up. You are ruthless. If y'all going that far, hang it up. Yeah, but hang it if up. it's over one thing, y'all might still can can bounce back from it. Maybe. Yeah. But so. highly disrespectful. I think I have. Okay, so I see a, I see a therapist. We are not in couples therapy, but I do have a personal therapist that I see. Um, and I think for a long time, I had a really negative view of couples therapy. And I was thinking like, well, if y'all are just boyfriend and girlfriend, y'all got to go to therapy. Y'all don't need to be together. That's, that's what most people think. But it was not until I saw a TikTok of this lady. Can't, I can't find it to save my life. But she was saying um, that her and her boyfriend have been in couples therapy since they started dating. Not because they were in arguments, not because they didn't see eye to eye, but because they saw eye to eye and they knew that their relationship was going to be long term and it was going to it had the potential to be a lifelong partnership. So they were like, why not invest in something that we want, something that we like that we were building together? Why not Mm -hmm. do that? Why wait until a rough patch happens or you know like a you know like a, a a rough season happens before we go to therapy like why do that if i love you you love me we know we about to be together and they are married um why not do it and that makes so much sense to me um because why would you not want to invest in your relationship and i remember she also said that a lot of by the time a lot of people go to couples therapy it's already too far gone because you've waited until y'all have cussed each other out like a dog and or somebody. Abused that, not physically abused, but just. Emotionally, abused. yeah. Mentally. Some people physical, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, any type of abuse is terrible. Do not get me wrong. But yeah. physical is like, yeah. So, she just was saying, like, by the time that some people go to couples therapy, they have said so many terrible things to each other. Somebody is holding resentment towards the other person, it's too far gone at that point. Right. So it's kind of like you get maintenance done in your car so your damn engine don't explode. You don't wait till your engine explode to go get <laughs> to an go oil get, change. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And when she said it, there. that's how my brain processed it. Like, I take care of my car. I get her, you know how you, you do maintenance on a car because you want shit to last a long time. Why would you not do maintenance on a relationship that you plan to have uh last for a long time so i see both sides if y'all like i said telling people to dig your partners up it's too much it's too much but also maybe don't wait until it gets there if maybe like if you know like y'all are gonna be together 
maybe see a therapist. I know that's something we've talked about doing like once we're engaged, like before we get married, like that's something that we want to do. Like we've yeah. never been married before. We don't know how to be married. So why not <laughs> have a therapist help us with this new transition in our lives? Right. So I think therapy is great. I think people who haven't been to therapy have like this connotation of therapy is for like crazy people and this stuff is going wrong it's ultimately it's not that like it's just really really good to talk to somebody who is unbiased they don't know you like they know you but they're not like your friends your family like they don't have a stake in what it is that they're telling you to do no bias yeah so i advise everybody to do individual therapy of course um, and if you're in a relationship with somebody that you that you plan to be with long term, like if you have the funds, I say do it. Like, why not? Like, mm. what do you have to lose besides money? That's yeah. going to come back to you anyway. And I think that's the thing. Like, I'm not big on therapy. I'm not big on. But that's just because I haven't tried it. And I think yeah. for I don't I don't know if it's a woman or a man. I'm not going to put a gender on it. No, um, it's it's definitely different for especially black men. Yeah, I I would say probably the majority of black men are probably trying to see a therapist or 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 saying, "Okay, I'm going. I'm going to go to a therapist." I think black people uh, period. Yeah, and oh. and I think it's, you know, if you if you're saying you don't want to do something, mm-hmm. what why are you saying you don't want to do it? And I think that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I I I am okay with doing something as mm-hmm. long as I know that it's not harming me. Like, yeah. it's one of those things like, no, I'm not doing it because I said, it's like <laughs> them parents that say, I'm not doing, you're not doing it I because so. I said so. Yeah. There's no, like, if you're really thinking about that, like, you need to go back to the feelings wheel. <laughs> You really like this feelings wheel. I'm on that. I'm on that feeling wheel. Heavy. I see. I see. Yeah, but you got to know why you're doing something. So. Yes, I agree, and I think it's really refreshing to see like younger black people, like people our age, are becoming therapists because they realize black people need therapists that look like them, and therapy is becoming a lot less taboo. Like people are open about going to therapy i know people at some point were keeping it quiet because you didn't want anybody to think that you were crazy but now Mm -hmm. people are very very open with their experiences and what they're you know they're learning through therapy um and it's just again how we were raised it's just pray about your problems they'll go away and i do you should pray i mean if you are a faith-based person i pray but i also know through prayer and through reading the Bible, that faith without works is dead. I mean, it's it's Uh-oh, nothing. Come on, come on. So <laughs> I don't even know if I said that right, but y'all getting the gist. Like, you can't just pray about something and not put no action behind it. I can't pray and say, God, I'm I'm depressed. I'm I'm anxious. I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna give it to you, but I am also going to go see somebody who else can who else can help me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be trying. Yeah, that's the thing. So. Those are are what we do for self-care and some tips for those who are trying to get into having a self-care routine. So, um, yeah, I think I think it was good. I hope we helped y'all. You know, we're still learning. We're not experts by any means. So you're not. No, we're not self-care experts. Gurus. None of that. We're still learning. Um, but I do think it would be cool to end our episode with our sound on 
segment. So the music that we play today will be based on um, something that we listen to when we're doing self-care. You know, I don't know if I have one on my my chest this moment. Because the shit I listen to, I'm going to be honest, I really, we can play yours. Okay, we can just play mine. I, I think you you have that I don't I don't really do like a I don't have music I really don't have music. Well, and if, if that's not your thing, then I mean I it ain't for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I listen to uh, drill music. So <laughs> <laughs> I listen to drill music, and that is not for self care because self care uh, actually people like King Von. He's not talking about anything but killing other. Got a trap so. on his flex it, nigga. He I know that shit word for word, bar yeah. for, but that's the only one I know though. That ain't self care. It's not. Yeah. It's not. We'll, we'll go with you. <laughs> so with our sound on segment, if y'all listened last week, y'all know we was having technical difficulties. And low key, high key, we still figuring technical difficulties. Yeah, we low key, high key, still figuring the shit out. We need a media crew. We do need a media crew, and I also need y'all to understand it's just us. Like, it's just me and him doing yeah. everything. Every single thing is just us. So. Yeah. As you listen to our podcast, it's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to get better. You all are growing with us, and we appreciate you for that. So yes, hopefully this sounds better than last week. Bear with us. Bear with us. Um, for those on YouTube, uh, you will not be able to hear the music because we is not about to get sued, copyrighted, whatever the stuff is. It's not happening to us. So if you want to hear the song, head over to Apple Podcast, head over to Google Podcast, oh, over shit. to Spotify, or Y'all about to hear me sing over this okay. ASMR right now. <laughs> All right, so this is one of the songs. <laughs> this is one of the songs I absolutely listen to when I am doing self care. It is "Bigger" by Beyonce off the um, Lion King the Gift album. This song just, whenever I need a reminder that everything I'm doing is so much bigger than me, this is the song that I listen to. Like. A lot of times, I I don't know if I've said this on the past, but not on the past, on the pod. For me, healing is generational. Um, If I am a healed, hold person, I will give birth to healed, hold people who will have healed, hold people. And that makes the world a better place to me. Um, So, you know, I'm. Everything I do is bigger than just me. Like going to school, getting this degree is bigger than just me. It is bigger. It's for my family. It's for my people, my descendants, who like people who are going to come after me. So this song is something that I listen to when I need that constant um, reminder. So this is actually how I guess we can close out our episode for this week. Um, I hope y'all liked it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to let them know where they can find us and then we'll close out with uh, Bigger by Beyonce. Yes. Y'all can find us on all social media platforms. We is not on all social media platforms. We on all of them. We about to be on TikTok. We about to be on all of them. Well, we ain't there yet. We just on the gram right now. Message 24 pod. (laughs) We are on Instagram (laughs) at message 24 pod. Mm -hmm. We are on YouTube at message 24 pod. If you have questions concerns you want to talk about something you want us to get us to talk about something Mm -hmm. uh feel free to send us an email at message 24 message 24 podcast at gmail.com yep and we will get back with y'all very very soon um trying to think of anything else um leave us a review on apple podcast please 
Um, leave us a review on our podcast, Spotify, iHeart, Google. Subs- yes. Subscribe to subscribe the YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe um, to the Apple podcast, too. Yes. Every time we post an episode, it'll go ahead and pop up for y'all. Um, and we're appreciative of our uh, Spotify listeners, yes. our radio listeners. Like, Good. Anywhere, if you're listening, you're listening. Yep. We appreciate you. Yes. Either way it goes. Yes. Um, all right. So let's close it out to uh, Bigger by the Queen herself, Beyonce. Bigger. Please don't ruin the song. Not it took a second to come in. <laughs> My fault, yo. <laughs> the technical difficulties. You better think again. Better wake up because Not just a what? You be in that bathtub just Not just a what? Marinating. You are the what? Cause you what? This is the most beautiful song ever written. (laughs) I promise it's the most beautiful song ever written. (laughs) Alright y'all, it's Wednesday. Um, Have a great rest of your week. Thank y'all for listening. And we will see y'all right back here next Wednesday. Peace out. Bye-bye.